Man, you should go to johnstrausslaw.com. John Strauss is a great personal injury attorney. When I got hurt, he handled everything for me. He was on my side. And best of all, I didn't have to pay out of pocket. He got paid when I did. That's great because I cannot afford to pay out of pocket. Yeah, don't let them confuse you and trick you. They treat you like you're a business. It's not business. It's personal. Injury. JohnStraussLaw.com It's Monday. It's time for the Joke Workshop here on MutinyRadio.fm. It's 6 o'clock. It's time to get started. Oh, my God. Someone was rolling joints on the board. This is not acceptable behavior at all. Seriously. There's, like, seriously, like, tobacco in the board. I am actually, this. I'm not telling a joke. I'm actually very unhappy about this. Uh, all right, everybody. Welcome to the Joke Workshop here on a Monday uh, at MutinyRadio.fm. We have a bunch of comedians. They're getting ready to perform for you. The way things work here is they're going to do a four-minute set. Uh, followed by four minutes of commentary by their comedian peers. There's a microphone up in front. That's the preferential microphone to use. So please use that microphone up in front when giving comments. And um, yeah, make sure you use the microphone because people are listening. Uh, They've been downloading and they're excited to hear your new jokes. Um, Unfortunately, I don't have my book in front of me, so I don't know who the first comedian is. But the way that it works is that we say, hey, if you're going to feed someone a shit sandwich, at least makes the bread taste good. You know, you got to have a nice fluffy brioche bun and the compliment in the middle. And then at the end, other things happen. Wow, we have a full house tonight. All right, everybody. Your first comedian, funny lady. Put your hands together for Sabrina Miller. Can't fight what you don't. Let's do this. <laughs> Let's get this over with. Peel the band-aid off fast. Uh, first joke. Um, so a few weeks ago, I was, one, I was at one of Pam's shows, and I ate one of her tasty caramels. And it, it kicked in at the end of the show, just in time for me to uh, walk down 21st Street, uh, back to Mission to catch the 49 home. And before I get to 20th Street, uh, this middle-aged guy, he comes out of his apartment, you know, walks down the steps, he hurries in front of me, and then he slows up, and he glances over his shoulder at me. And I'm like, hmm, this is kind of suspicious. And he's, you know, he kind of, I'm, I'm, and the more I study him, the more suspicious I get. I'm like, why is he wearing a tan jacket, you know, and like tan pants and like brown shoes? Why is he trying so hard to blend in? And what's up with that walk of his? He's like trying way too hard to look, you know, to make it look like an easy stride. And I'm thinking, there is no way this guy did not just murder someone in his apartment. I'm thinking that. He's like, there is no way there's not some person lying, you know, face down in a pool of their own blood. And um, because I know, I know the difference between evening casual and I just murdered someone and I'm trying to get away with it casual. It's like, you know these things when you're high. And um, I'm, so, you know, I, I, I cross the street and um, I, I get to the bus shelter, I step inside and he stops like 15 feet to my right. I'm like, and he's looking back. I'm like, holy shit, he knows. And like, he knows that I know that he knows that I know, and, and there's like no way I'm not gonna get murdered. And I'm like, Jesus, Sabrina, you're, you're just, you're, you're crazy, you're paranoid, he's not gonna murder you. There are too many witnesses. So, and, uh, and then like, the, then an Uber pulls up, and he gets in, I'm like, you see, Sabrina, you're just, your imagination was running wild. He didn't kill anyone. He's probably just thinking about killing someone. He's probably running to the you know, Walgreens, wherever, to, 
get some bleach and two mil plastic and whatever else that you need to, you know, cover up a crime after your boyfriend sasses you one too many times. I mean, it could be his boyfriend, San Francisco. Shouldn't jump to conclusions. All right, let's, let's shift gears here. So I turned 38 this past Friday, as a lot of, a lot of you guys know. And yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah, wow. That's about as excited as I am. It's like, woo. Uh, I can't believe I'm 38. Um, I don't feel 38. And a lot of people don't, don't believe I'm 38 when I tell them. Uh, they're like, just like, oh my God, Sabrina, I only thought you were 25, like 27 tops. Like, what's your secret? And I'm, <laughs> and I'm like, it's not just sunscreen, hun. I'm gonna tell you my secret to youthful skin in your late 30s. And it's a two-step process. Step one, step one, just uh, be born in the wrong body. Step two, immerse yourself in gender dysphoria because there is nothing like a daily depression facial for about a quarter century to help avoid those unsightly laugh lines and crow's feet. Yeah. I highly recommend it in your next life. No, actually, I, don't. I, I wouldn't wish being born trans on anyone. It's fucking hell. So, so my skin is 20-something, but but my boobs, and this is one of the biggest perks, the girls are only like three years old. My vagina is even younger because I didn't start transitioning until I was in my early 30s. So that puts me in a very unique position. Uh, my pre-K accessories put me in a very unique position. Like if one of my girlfriends asks me how one of my dates went, I can say to her, it's like, oh, we really hit it off. We went back to his place. Like one thing led to another. And like, oh my God, I never knew statutory rape could be like this. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, let's close out with another joke here. Um, you know, when you start hormones to, you know, when you start hormones, you kickstart like a second puberty. Um, it's like a second adolescence with, with some minor differences between, you know, me and a teenage girl. Uh, for instance, when I'm at a party, you know, first hour I'm like this, I'm like, I'm like, woo, yeah, let's do this. This party, like, this music is hella good. I'm gonna go all night. And like second hour, it's more like, yeah, this party is off the hook. Let's do this all night long. Just wait until I get my second wind. <laughs> now, I, well, here's another thing. I, I don't have to worry about roofie, getting roofied. Like, I bring my own roofie along, and my roofie consists of a really long work week, uh, lots of open mics, followed by a, a Long Island iced tea chaser. Right, that has been my four-ish minutes. Bring it on. Sabrina Miller, everyone. All right, comments. Go to the microphone over in that corner. You can take it out, too, if you want, and just hold on to it, if it makes it easier. Okay, nice job. Uh, I... I like the bit about when uh, when you're just walking home and all the paranoid thoughts that women have about men walking too close to them. And I, and I know you're going uh, with like a serial killer thing, but what if each time you notice something about him, it's a different type of serial killer that it reminds you of? Like, And then why? Like, oh my God, yeah, he's probably like one of those like serial killers and I know that because his shirt is so tight like why is it so tight and then like each time you you still see him you're like oh he's probably one of those like and those whatever kind of other serial killers and then you get to the point where you say um, that oh he wouldn't kill you because you're around other people but then you're like what if he's one of those serial killers who wants the attention you know and so like each time you get more paranoid and then when you find out he just goes to the taxi you could be like Oh, everything was fine. Oh my God, he just killed the taxi guy. Oh my God, this weed is strong. You know, and like maybe it's just like your paranoia because of 
your weed. If that makes sense. Yeah, like maybe it could escalate. Just yeah, escalate I think I would make it more ridiculous because, I mean, it's true. Like, we do have the par paranoia, but, like, ex maybe explain it, go into, like, different types of serial killers, and then maybe at the end you could just have something ridiculous you that you think you saw, but then that's just the weed. Also, for the joke about the estrogen and, like, the depression facial, you still need to explain to people why estrogen is associated with depression because I still I know that you told me last time but I still couldn't quite connect it when you said it but I think the jokes are really funny like good you know, premises I, ne I never talk about I never mentioned estrogen in the daily depression facial I just say it's like I know but didn't you mention it last time like why no. why is it a depression facial no I'm talking about like before transition it's like you never smile you're miserable all the time so you don't get those laugh lines basically oh did you say that and I just missed it you, you might you might have missed it but then I still don't get why, I don't know, I think maybe explain depression facial, because I still didn't quite get it. Right. But good, I liked your premises. Yeah, thanks. One idea that I have for um, the guy that you're like nervous about is gonna kill you as you're super stoned is like, you know the gay guys in the Castro who were like super built? So they like can easily sort of be in between, like they 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 have like super muscles and like could potentially initially seem like they're gonna kill, a, kill you, but then like it turns out that they're not because like they're not even interested in you. So yeah, something like that. Something like the Castro gay guys who are like super built who could potentially kill you, but they're not going to because they're not interested in you. I think that you could go with that. All right, everybody, clap wildly for Sabrina Miller! How do you know if somebody's truly crazy? And not just misunderstanding. All right, uh, we are moving on. The joke workshop here on Mutiny Radio. Uh, if things are a little wonky back here, don't worry about it. We're doing some training and getting some new shows in here. So that's why we're being not paying attention. Yay, sorry. Your next comedian, he's back to the scene. It's been a while. We're glad to see him back. Everybody, Chris Vallarta! Yeah, God, I see the devil. Yeah. Thank you. Um, the few people who have seen it might disagree with this considering the size, but I do have a penis, it's there, and it's, it, it can be, it's a problem, because not, it's not a problem, it really isn't a problem, but it is a problem, because it can really affect your head, like it can make you want to hurt people, but I don't want to hurt people, it changes you, you know, like even like, if you watch like, strap-on porn or something, as soon as those girls put it on, they just become a whole different thing, you know, it's just like, they're, they're, they're sweating, their ass gets hairy out of nowhere, and they're just like, oh my god, like it's crazy, you know? to become the monster that is man. And I don't like, I think, like having, like have you seen Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back? There's those scenes where Yoda's telling Luke to like use the force for good, use it for good. And that's kind of what a penis is. Just imagine that Yoda was evil and instead of telling Luke to use the force for good, he was telling him to like throw him into Leia's pussy or something, you know, just something insane, just like that. You know, that's what, it's just an evil Yoda, wrinkly and ugh, nobody likes it. And I, but the thing is, 
that's why we have brains, you know, because brains sort of counteract the will of the dick, hopefully. Usually. The pro- yeah, I know. It's a problem. It's really actually, because some brains are bigger dicks than the dicks they're supposed to control, you know. It's very, it can be very, it's sad. Because if you think about it, it's kind of like when they say more, more people are dead right now than are alive. It's kind of like more men in human history have raped than have not. So I think, like, being asked to stop catcalling is a small price to pay, you know. It's <coughs> not just for all that rape. It's, it's okay. We can pull that off. I don't think any price is too large, maybe. You know, like if women just decided, like, you know what, we want fleshier dildos, we don't want, we don't want the rest of you attached, so cut it off, I'd be like, okay, sure, sorry my great-grandpa was such a dick, here's mine, you know, just small price to pay. That's a little bigger of a price, but it's still not big enough, maybe, I don't know, but I think maybe some my my brain's a little it's better but there's still this weird dichotomy in my head because i was raised by women like my mom my godmother my aunt my sister just those are the most important people in my life when i was a kid but then i go to school and i'd be surrounded by this testosterone i remember my best friend his name was roberto and i swear to god i think his parents were like a right ball and a left ball and like when they went on a date scrotum was the nanny because he was just fucking packed full of sexual energy, you know, he'd always do this thing where he, he was the type of kid that would pick on the girls that he had a crush on, you know, he always had a pencil and he'd like poke the pencil, he, he just didn't know what to do, he, he knew he wanted to do something with a stick, but he didn't know what to do with it, and he just, just always poking, and I was just, that's what I had, at school I'd have Roberto at home, I have all oh, these women, and then, now that just resulted in me, just like, I, I get offended by grabbing by the pussy locker room talk, bullshit you know but i also have these moments where i just i just want to fuck bitches you know it's just it's just this weird thing there's two people it's insane that's why i always get a little creeped out when i see like pictures of the women's suffrage movement you know like there's always this one dude in there who you know was there more like half of him maybe wanted women to win the right to vote but another half kind of was like oh maybe my wife will let me fuck her ankles tonight you know just because ankles were a big deal back then but I don't know, there's a lot of activism happening, but I think it's like a lot of activism with benefits. It's hard to do anything altruistically when you're a human. Like guys that march and hoping to get laid or or white people that voted for Obama hoping they could say the N-word now. Or even me, like I went to protest a Muslim ban at the SFO, SFO and half of me went wanting to make change, but another half was kind of hoping someone would throw a chair at the Cinnabon so I could like break the glass and go home with some free cinnamon rolls, you know? Activism with benefits. Thank you for your time. Everybody, ankle fucker, Chris Via Alta. Ankle fucker. I, I, hey, I feel like you've got an opportunity to explain exactly what ankle fucking is. Like, is that like, you have like, just, it's like terrible, it's like claw hands, but it's like your feet and you, do you just accidentally smash the dick with your ankle? I have no idea. I mean, interesting mm. how to pull it off. Ankle, ankle fucking. That's a, a dick. That's what I picked out of your set. Yeah. <laughs> Good other, other comments. Find a microphone. There's one in the front. Go tell Chris what you think of his jokes. Florentina Tanasia. Me again. Um, I, I really liked uh, the points that you were making and the and your set. I, I just had a hard time following one thing because it was going to too many places. Like. 
Uh, it was really interesting that you were talking about testosterone. No, before that, you were talking about um, how like more people have raped than not in history. But then you went and started talking about testosterone, and then you went and talked about like your um, like how you're divided. Um, I think with the testosterone thing, are you trying to you're trying to say that like you don't like it that because of testosterone you're just like ah tits ass I love it, but then like the inside of you is like why did I just say that? Okay. And then you were talking about how you were raised by women. Yeah. Like, wh- what if you just round it out and just say, like, okay, um, I really, you know, part of me hates that I have so much testosterone because I was raised by women. And, and it's like, sometimes I just want to, like, cut my dick off and be like, here, you, you just have it. Just have the privilege, you know? Yeah. And because I feel like that's kind of. Yeah, just more cohesive. What you were trying mm-hmm. um, to say? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Good stuff, man. Thank you. Is that anybody else? Chris Vialta! Your next comic is all the way from the deep, deep south. And he is uh, he's joining us. I'm sorry, I have no idea how to do any accents at all. It's, I gotta hang out with people for like at least four hours before I pretend that I'm them uh, when I'm drunk. I've done that before, when you pretend you have an accent and you really don't, and then you can't hang out with them for too long because you're afraid if you fall asleep and wake up that you'll forget that you had an accent and that'll be weird. All right, everybody, your next comedian. I think his accent is real. He's not fooling us. Matthew Banks! His Oh, I love the music today, Pam. You know how you mimic a southern accent? You just start the word and then hum. That's pretty much all you do. Like oil, you just say oil. I don't know. Just a little advice for you. I'm thinking about getting a tattoo. I am. I'm excited about it, but I'm fucking scared because they say they're addictive and... uh, it's going to be some real trouble there for me. I'm going to be whoring myself out to get some cheap ink, you know what I mean? The fucking guitar string ink, you know, where they jailhouse tats? I'll be full of them. I'll be like, why don't you just tattoo my body on my body? Because that's what's going to happen anyway, you know? I'll probably be black in a year. All the shit they're going to put on. My God, I'm scared about it. Um, but yeah, I... Big fan of serial killers. Love them to death. They're amazing. They fascinate me. And uh, I've been watching a lot about them. And this one guy, he's like the Facebook killer. And he like killed his whole family. And he posted all the photos on Facebook. And they were talking about him. They are like, this guy, he killed his whole family and posted it on Facebook for 150 of his friends and family to see. It's like, no wonder he killed all those people. He's a fucking loser. <laughs> like, he only had 150 friends. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, having 150 Facebook friends is like the equivalent of having two real friends. Like, and one of them's your mom. <laughs> you know, it's, it blows me away. I, I feel like uh, PTSD is, like, way overly diagnosed. And I'm not talking about veterans. Of course they go through hell, and of course they have PTSD. But I've been hearing a lot of people lately talk about, like, having a bad childhood and they have PTSD. Like, get the fuck out of here. No, you don't. <laughs> like, my buddy Eddie was at war and saw his friend get his head blown off, and you got whipped by your mom. Like, you don't have PTSD. I, I even watched this one thing they were talking about how YouTube videos, like horrible YouTube videos, can give somebody PTSD. Like, that is the biggest bunch of bullshit I've ever heard in my life. 
I don't know. It's a weird thing. Uh, only in San Francisco. <laughs> only in San Francisco have I heard that. And uh, this, like the whole sensitivity thing, which I get it. I guess it's a good thing to be sensitive and not want to offend people. But I don't know. Where do you draw the line? It's like, uh, this, dude, this dude tried to tell me a joke the other day, and he, he, was, like, he was like, my mom is so fat. <laughs> and I was like, dude, there are no my mama jokes. I was like, get the fuck out of here. Like, call my mother a cunt. Like, it's liberating. I don't know. It's weird. I'm trying to do this without looking at my notes. It's fun. But I'm, I've been, I'm an alcoholic. I've been sober for like 10 years now. And uh, yeah, right. Um, it's funny because most people think that like alcoholism is a drinking problem, but it's got very little to do with drinking. It's the sobriety that's the bitch of it. It's like when I get sober, that's when the real problem starts for me. You know, it's like uh, for some reason I walk in a room and like everybody's talking about me, and I don't know why. They're laughing. I'm like, why the fuck are they laughing at me? This is not very nice. <laughs> I don't know. The only thing that makes it better is drinking drinking some booze. It's like somebody comes up to me, like the best way I can describe it is like I stopped drinking and like day one, like somebody just comes in there, like put their finger on my arm and it like, it doesn't hurt, but it's like, if this dude doesn't get his finger off my arm, like I'm, I'm, I'm getting really weirded out by now. And by day two, I want to punch this dude in the face and day three, I just lose my shit and come to in a psych ward. That's normally what happens. Anyway, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. Matthew Banks, everyone. Tell him what the fuck he's talking about. Super funny. I like the tattoo bit. That's new. And um, you, you might want to add in there at the beginning because you're so, you have such an addictive personality. That's why yeah. you're going to end up all black. Um, I think that the number only had 150 friends is funny, but maybe even make it lower, like all 48 of his friends. Maybe just because it's still 150 still. It's a lot to me. <laughs> I, just, I don't know how many friends I have on Facebook. Um, and then instead of saying he, he was whipped, different places. Uh, whipped by his mom, spanked by his mom. Yeah, oh, uh, people having PTSD because of their childhood and like, oh, you were whipped by your mom. Like maybe like spanked by your mom is even lighter. So it's funnier, like put in the corner, you know. Um, and then that last part on feeling that everyone's talking about you. Um, I'm not sure that we are getting what you mean by the feeling if you just feel like shit or if there's some kind of paranoia that comes along with being sober. So that was not clear. But great stuff. Cool, thanks. Uh, you had a thing about serial killers, and you, you I think you used the phrase like, uh, kills me, or there was some, there was like a, a, I felt like there should be a beat there, but uh, it was just a word choice thing where I was like, oh, there's a, there's a pause that would make that funnier. Yeah. Yeah, I liked your serial killer bit. That's one of it's <clears throat> one of my favorite bits. And I was just thinking, perhaps you could kind of delve into why you uh, admire serial killers. Perhaps you can talk about some of the traits that you admire that you wish you had, and um, kind of like put it put a positive spin on it. It's like, well, if I had these traits, then God, you know, I'd I'd, I'd be here and like here instead of here or something like that. You know, just 
that's what I have to say about that. Or, or well, I, I did like the bit about um, PTSD, like um, where you talk about. Uh, it's like you can't get PTSD from watching a YouTube video. Is that right? Um, but uh, you should say like, what's next? You know, uh, getting PTSD from, you know, from something minor like this. Maybe just keep, you know, dropping down. Talk about more and more minor things, and just talk about how ridiculous it could become. All right, that's all I have to say. I have a question for the Facebook killer guy who killed the mom and dad. Does he? Why is he? A, wouldn't he just be a killer and not a serial killer? Since he just. No, my, my reason is because you're talking about PTSD and how people do dumb shit because, or no, they have PTSD because just like they got spanked as a kid, but maybe you could tie in like why the guy decided to kill his parents. Like, oh, you got spanked. Like, why don't you use that anger and like kill someone in a war, you fucking loser. Or, you know, like since you're talking about the PTSD thing, maybe the Facebook killer guy could also be like, you know, you could be mocking him for killing only two people because they spanked you. What a dumbass! Like, you know, loss of potential. Or since you're talking about how people get PTSD while they're kids, right? So I, instead of PTSD, I think that you should diagnose the people who like watch YouTube videos with something like strep or like fibromyalgia or something, just like really diminish their, whatever they're claiming to be going through. I don't know what it's gonna be yet, but you should definitely like diagnose them with something. Um, first, it was super funny. Um, did you shorten the serial killer joke, yeah, by the way? Yeah, I, I did it to add a tag and that was it. It's no. like a three minute. Four minute bit. So. I actually liked it really short. Um, it, it's really cool. Uh, no, I do. Um, the the, uh, the I was also thinking. Um, I agree with your, uh, your your comment on the switching from uh, whipped to spanked. It just was like an easier visual. I thought maybe in my head just to actually see like I don't know. It's not that bad. And then um, yeah, I agree. I didn't quite know what you meant by the alcohol bit, like like everybody's looking at me part. But I love the premise, like the idea of like like being sober is the hard part. Like, and then um, I thought, lastly, for the uh, the tattoo joke was awesome. But I thought maybe in the order you could you could put that uh, the tattoo joke after alcohol because alcohol already explains like your addictive behavior, kind of. That's all. Yeah. Well, great. It was fantastic. Yay, Matthew Banks. Yay, 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 Matthew Banks. I know sometimes people have comments, but there's no time. Oh, no. It's great. Woo! All right. You're next comedian. Uh, he's so funny. He never needs any help. Uh, I've just always a joy to see him. You guys can also see him on Tuesdays because he's the host of OMG. Clap your hands wildly for Greg Hello, everybody. Um, so I was walking down Treat Street, and did you know that there's a mime college on Treat Street? There's a mime, like a mime college, and it's so cool, right? Like that's even in, that's right. But then I thought, how do we know that it's not like locked inside? They <laughs> walk by, and they're always just doing that same box routine, you know? Very skinny. I think he's a senior. Very committed to the bit. Um, Does any white people feel like a pigeon? 
Like you're, you're, you're capable of this beautiful thing of flight and you just choose to like walk on the ground with the rest of the savages. <laughs> like, like you could be up in the sky flying like a fucking hawk, but you're just walking on the ground with gum to your foot. <laughs> and that's your good foot. The other one's just a stub. <laughs> Not reaching your potential. I used to play hockey growing up as a kid. That's a fact. Did that. Traveled all over the country for this. And my parents came with me because they supported me. And so every time we go to get a hotel, there'd be like two beds. They'd be in one bed. I'd be in the other bed. And I remember when I was 13, I woke up to my mom being like, no, Steve, no. We're not doing it. He's right there. (laughs) And then my dad was like, Greg, Greg. It's fine, he's sleeping. <laughs> and I remember my mom, she's like, no. And like, I remember just lying there being like, stay strong, mama bear. <laughs> like, <laughs> no means no. <laughs> stay strong, stay strong. And they did not end up having sex, which is, uh, which is awesome, yeah, right? But then she followed that up with the world's loudest blowjob I've ever heard. <laughs> it's so big. Ugh, ugh. You're like, kind of wish I would have chose silent sex instead, you know? Um, classic mom, keeping me on my toes. Uh, that's where I, I get my sense of humor from her. Um, this is going to be a fan favorite. Um, uh, so like the cool thing is now like uh, not uh, like ladies like grown. Pam's gonna hate this joke. She get, she got mad at me because I, I I don't like long a lot of pubic hair. Like I don't I don't think it. I think you should take care of yourself. Uh, <laughs> but she's like she got mad at me because one time I was hooking up with a girl and it was like completely dark inside right, in, in the room and I we were having sex. And I could I could like I could hear it. <laughs> like that's how much there was. I could hear her pubic hair in the dark. And she got so mad at me. She didn't talk to me for about two weeks or two like two months after that. She was so mad. But yeah, I just feel like I just feel like you know, everyone's like, oh, it's so empowering that like like you know we should be able to have the choice. But like they did that in the '70s. <laughs> like like it's it, you know like it's it's got like I just feel like it's lazy uh, to, to not like I could. <laughs> Like, I'm not saying, like, women should do I, Like, men do it. Men, you know, and I think women can do the same thing that men can do. I think we all should trim it. Like, I think it's sexist for you to think you shouldn't do that. Because, uh, you know, just because men grow it doesn't mean we, we, have to, we should all take care of our stuff. Um, it's, it, what's, more invi- what's more inviting when you look at a yard? A bunch of fucking weeds or, like, <laughs> freshly mowed lawn? <laughs> I'm not saying sand and concrete, okay? I'm just saying... <laughs> Let's play, let's play ball, you know? Where did the ball go? I don't know. <laughs> the burning bush in the Bible, the burning bush. That's God saying, trim your shit. Uh, I'm not religious, but if you're into that. Um, all right, that's all I got, guys. Thank you. Yay, Greg Ghetto. Greg Ghetto, I want to be with you on that debate show this Saturday because I would ast- I would astound everyone with the virtues of not finger fucking the bud. Now, why you trim the weed? Why you got to trim the bush? Why you got to do that? Why you got to manicure the bush? Just smoke it. Just smoke it the way it is, buddy. Sorry, I've got to... 
It's a, I'm making a euphemism with, just as you did. Anyways, that was really funny, though. I laughed at the punchline. You did it years ago when I was pissed, but this yeah. time you heard, it's because I actually can hear my own pubic hair sometimes. Oh, jeepers. So, yeah. That's... <laughs> Well, like, I, I... Yeah. <laughs> I trimmed my beard, too. I did that this weekend. I fucked up right here. That's fine. Keep going. Yeah, I really liked your bit uh, about comparing people to pigeons. White people. Like, yeah, white people, like, how we, how, how we can be capable of so much more. And maybe you could talk about, um, you know, like, different types of pigeons and, like, uh, like, well, compare people to different types of pigeons. Like, you got your crack pigeons, you got... You know, with like missing toes, maybe you got your your marijuana pigeons and stuff like that, and just uh, kind of like expand on that. Um, just a thought. Cool. Maybe. I don't think you can. Yeah, it is now. Um, she's that's probably S three guys. S three testing. S three. Okay. When you started talking about the bit about the lady shaving down there, I couldn't stop looking at your head, and I <laughs> feel like you should acknowledge it somehow, like. I don't like women who don't shave their bush. You know, maybe it's an ego thing. Yeah, maybe it's an ego thing. I just want to look at, wait, what is, what's that? I don't want to feel jealous when I'm down on them. Yeah, or it'd be like, ladies, if you want to know what, how a guy likes it, like, look at his hair. You don't want a head full of pubes? Yeah. No, I don't, I don't think I'll ever, like, go down and go and be like, oh, I wish I had your hair. <laughs> I wish I wasn't here is what I would say. Your hair is better than mine. I don't like you. Also, the, the part where your mom is, um, your dad is trying to convince you, uh, your your mom to have sex. Yeah. You said you were in the same bed? No. Oh, sorry. I missed. I missed. I think I, I missed that at the beginning. Okay. No, you didn't. Never. Oh, two beds. I missed that part. Um, when you said that uh, people did that in the 70s, talking about uh, like big trying bushes. having big bushes, yeah, 70s bush. yeah, I was thinking like you could say like nothing aesthetically pleasing came out of the 70s. Like, like look, what? Yeah, Listen to me. Yeah. Like nothing aesthetically pleasing came out of the 70s. Like look at the architecture. Yeah. You, you can talk about like other trends. You know, it's just like they were awful. Yeah. Because the architecture for me, and then the architecture like like. <laughs> And I like your lawn bit. Is it Carter? Funny. So, hey, there are some That's sweet really good. leather jackets uh, from the comment. 70s. There are some great shirts, funky music, roller disco. I could go okay, on. Okay, you're the only so anyway, one, but that, and you're the one that loves it. See, there's, yeah, therein yeah, lies so the problem. On. So I, I, I like to, that idea that, like, you know, look at a guy, like, if he's well-trimmed and well-shaved, like, he wants it well-trimmed and well-shaved. I think that tracks, because I personally am all hairy, and I want it all hairy, you know. And also your mom gagging. Uh, I think you should throw in something about like that loud blowjob. But now I, every time I hear someone choking, you know, it turns me on. I don't know. Like some oh. sort of how, how that blowjob is. Bye. Greg Gettle, everyone. Oh, wait. Uh, yeah, he has something. I just want to say it was a little loud. Is a. You don't. That was Greg Gettle. He's amazing. Go see him on Tuesdays at OMG. Your next comedian. Uh, I haven't seen him here in a while, and we miss him, and we're glad he's back. Hey, take notes and pay attention to Todd Farnham. Hey, how are you guys? What's up? No one gives a shit. Nice. How, uh, hey, did anyone get fooled on Saturday? Have a nice little April Fools. Oh, shit. 
It was, apparently not. Okay. Um, I had a rough fooling. Um, this girl that I've been seeing, uh, when after I woke up, I like was going to the bathroom. I was kind of hungover and a little dazed, and she was like, I haven't had my period in over a month and i was like oh my god you know you learn a lot about yourself when you get tricked you're like how much you hate everyone in the world right and also how little you have in your bank account for an abortion you know what i mean but abortions are really the ultimate refund you know what i mean so fuck i was so pissed i was like oh god oh i should have i wish they have male you know what they should have male birth control do they because i feel like yeah i feel like it makes more sense to like unload the gun than to shoot at a bulletproof vest you know what i mean like I kind of just want to just have a vasectomy right now. Then you only have to worry about STDs. You know what I mean? Like you're just limiting. Yeah, it's gun control, something like that. Um, you know, I wish I wish women, I wish there was a uh, like a Google Glass for testosterone. So you could, like women could see how, what it's like to be a man. And it would just be like Google Glass and just violent porn would like erupt every like five minutes when you're not ready for it. Just... Yeah, just basically so you could, like, know what it's like in a, to, like, sit in a shitty... Jesus Christ, whose mic is this? Just Allison Hooker's? Or, whatever. Allison Hooker just running, running her mouth. Mid- you know what? I feel like it's... Be- I feel like you can do that, get away with that, because you've got weight privilege, uh, Allison. I feel like... Well, that maybe that went real silent. I've been trying to work on this idea about weight privilege, uh, because most of the people that heckle me are very like skinny blonde women. I feel like there's just like a there's a uniform look to the people that give me shit when I'm uh, doing it, and I just feel like they're uh, it's because they're they're angry and they're angry because they're hungry <laughs> <laughs> and they're just skinny bitches. All right? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm sure you eat sometimes. Uh, <laughs> I just fuck with it. Weight privilege, whatever. Uh, you guys, do you guys know what Asian privilege is? It's like, it has nothing to do with any kind of privilege. It just means you can like ride your bike on the sidewalk and, uh, and you can merge whenever you want. Is that, is that no, all right. Uh, you know, there was a, there was a first uh, driverless car death, the Tesla. Um, do you hear about this? The guy like tossed on autopilot and was started watching Harry Potter and then he died. Uh, and I was like, you know, there's like better things to die to than Harry Potter. Like Harry Potter's pretty good, but like, is it that good? You know what I mean? No, it's not. That's the that's the answer. Because I was, you know, and it, and after I read that, I really thought I was like, you know what? I gotta listen to good music whenever I'm like crossing the street in case I get hit. Because like, if they look if they look at the music I was listening to and they saw like Bruno Mars, they'd be like, this guy's kind of a faggot. This guy was kind of terrible. One less millennial, who cares? You know what I mean? Like, do you want to get judged after you're dead? You know what I mean? You get judged enough while you're alive. Um, fuck, what else is I going to do? Uh, right now, I, I'm lifting a lot. Not not like, not like weights, but like I'm driving for lift, I mean. Uh, which is like in any other decade would mean you're just unemployed in, in your mom's basement. Uh, and it's kind of weird. It's kind of like, you guys ever read The Giving Tree by Shel Silverstein? That's kind of like how I f- treat my car. I just like, I just don't give a shit. Shut the fuck up, Dolores. This is your job. How many more people are you going to put in me? Shut the fuck up. That was kind of dark, I guess. Uh, but it's okay. It's Dolores. I own her. You know what I mean? I can do whatever I want with her. <laughs> this is getting dark when I use that pronoun in, in ownership, but whatever. All right. That's my time. Yay! Todd Barnum! Hooray! Hooray! Todd Barnum! 
my first comment for you would be if you're gonna say Dolores, you automatically was that a reference to Westworld because it's the fuck robot? Uh, How many you people know what? are you gonna put in me, Dolores? I mean, I know you might not be going there, but accidentally you did, so you might as well go there. You're right. Do you think enough people would know that? How many people have you ever seen Westworld? I mean, fuck ro- Dolores is the ultimate fuck robot. She's the first fuck yeah. robot. She gets beat mercilessly she, throughout that whole show. I mean, I know, I know it's really so a maybe deep, that it's applies. A deep cut, it totally applies. But it's the same thing you're doing. Yeah. How many people are you gonna put in me, Dolores? And it's funny because you didn't even mean to do it, but it made me think of Westworld because ah. she's the, like the original prostitute robot. She is. Just like your car. You'll let anybody inside your car. They can vomit on her for only 50 bucks. Yeah. Like you fucking, yeah. your car is a fuck robot. <laughs> <laughs> like you're, you're supposed to love your car, Todd. That's super good. That's super good. I'm totally going to take that idea. I had a Westworld. I couldn't figure out how to weave Westworld in the first time I did it because it was, but that's super clever. I appreciate that. Yeah, and they they have some like standard repeated quotes in there. Like, have you ever questioned the nature of your reality? Like uh, that they keep on asking the robots to check their program, and you could throw those tags in there too. Like, you know, like <laughs> to, to my car. Yeah, like say, say Dolores, that. quit questioning the nature of your reality and just drive me where the fuck I tell you to go. Or something. like they have. There's a series. Like you don't have to watch too many shows to pick up on. Like they ask these like same five or ten questions. What was the to other the one robot. was like these? Beautiful delights of beautiful or what? What? Okay, all right. Well, look into that one. All right, cool. I really liked your bit about Asian privilege. I thought that was uh, uh, very interesting, though. Um, Like on the sidewalk, and I was thinking uh, you you could talk about like the ultimate Asian privilege is is uh, is held by older Asian women with those carts. It's like they win sidewalk chicken every time. Ever ever played sidewalk chicken with an Asian lady? It's like they will stare you down. They have that privilege. It's like, okay, you They'll you win. They'll kill chickens. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they will kill chickens. I like it. I, I never win. I never win that game when I'm on market. So. Nice. You know what I want to hear? I want to hear Allison's opinion. Is is the weight privilege at all yeah. an option? The weight privilege is hilarious because it sounds like white privilege. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean that's where my mind went. Maybe yeah. you can start with Asian privilege and then say like weight privilege, so that people are like on that track, like waiting for you to say white privilege. Ah. And then, like fun. you did with Asian privilege, give a couple examples. Like I like that. Like that's who heckles you, and they're probably pissed off because they're hungry. I'm hungry right now, <laughs> um, but I'm not. But I don't starve myself. Um, and then I, your uh, men having birth control because you shouldn't load the gun. I think gun control is a good idea there. Okay. Some joke about well, what, we should like have gun control. control. What does that mean, though? Like you said, you, instead of loading the gun and shooting it at a, a blank target, we should not load the gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, we shouldn't load the gun. Like, what makes more sense to unload the gun or to shoot at a bulletproof vest or yeah. something like that, right? I'm talking gun control. Well, yeah, anyways. yeah. Okay. And then uh, when Google glasses, when women wear them to see the world through men's eyes, could be Google glass hole. Google glass hole. Those were my ideas that I was heckling you with. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. I know. It was weird. You were like giving me tags mid joke. That I was weird. I, I apologize. Google glass hole. Cool. Nice. Any more? Cool. Thank you. Tags mid set. Everybody clap wildly for Todd Farnham. <laughs> Thing so we can get to all of our comments and the whatnot. Your next comedian, funny man, clap wildly and pay attention to Casey Fields. Yay! I just realized I'm kind of dressed in the same way that Todd is. <laughs> 
blue. Um, okay, so these are all new ideas. Uh, Facebook is a great way to keep in touch with your friends and family, and also let them know that your life is better than theirs. Facebook has uh, ruined my birthday for me as an adult. Uh, when I was a kid, my birthday was awesome. Right? My friends would show up, like I'd have presents and cake and balloons. It was awesome. But now as an adult on Facebook, I invite 100 people to my birthday party. 20 say yes, five say maybe, and three actually show up. Oh, I thought I had something else there. I'm blanking. Shit. All right. I love bartenders. I really love bartenders. But I don't like bartenders that call themselves mixologists. I think it's a made-up word to make their job sound more sciency and technical. And uh, I think that it's just really offensive to actual scientists. Because scientists discover important things like planets and galaxies and gravitational waves. Like you ask a mixologist what they do, they're like, yeah, I discovered rum and coke go great together. Um, I don't know, maybe I'm just getting worked up over nothing. Uh, I went to the grocery store the other day and in California we have a new tax. Uh, that says you have to pay 10 cents for a bag. Um, and so I, go, you know, I walk in, in the grocery store and I'm at the register and the guy goes, do you need a bag today? It's 10 cents. You have no idea how far I'll go to not pay 10 cents. I'm like, no, I got it. I'm good. Just stick the receipt in my ass, please. I, I, I meant to do this. Hold the door. That's actually all I got. It's not four minutes, but thanks. Yeah, Casey Fields. Casey Fields. In the grocery store. If you're on food stamps, you get free bags. Oh. <laughs> Exciting fun fact. Turn not to pay that 10 cents. People delete... Like when it's your birthday, that's when people remember to delete you because that's the only time they like see someone's name and if they don't recognize it, they're like, oh, yeah, I haven't talked to them forever. I'll delete it. So maybe when you're doing like the, oh, I invite 100 people, 40 say yes, three people delete me. If if you're just, because if you're saying, oh, two people show up, then it's like, okay. Two, I, it, I feel like we get that not a lot of people are actually going to show up, but if you're going to try to connect it to Facebook, then I would maybe... Add like, oh, and then three people deleted me on my birthday. And everybody knows Facebook is depressing, so if yeah. you're going to do it, you got to go farther. Like, yeah. you got to, because it's like, t it sounded like you were, today you were just doing observational comedy. It's like, oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. I agree with that. But like, it just, it, I think for it to be, it has, has to, you have to push the envelope farther. Just, what I mean, it depresses you, it makes you sad. Why? Why are they so much better than you? Why do you feel yeah. what are you doing that's making you feel like your life's so much better than everybody else or whatever? Like specific examples. 
Like, yeah, I'm killing it. I'm hanging out at the brainwash. <laughs> People in Wisconsin think I'm a baller. And <laughs> they're like, there's sunshine outside and girls in tank tops or whatever. Of course my life is better than yours. Uh, you know, I ate a two-day-old bagel. But like to juxtapose things, I think that'll help. Yeah, awesome. Comments, anyone cool. else, anybody? Right. Any comments, comments, no comments. Oh, you've got them. I liked the part about the bag. I think like you could expand on how far you would actually go to not carry a bag because like it's good observational comedy, but it's like also really funny. Like if you could come up with a scenario in which you still didn't want a bag, it'd be pretty funny. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, the I forgot about the bag one. Uh, I think maybe yeah like go into it a little bit more right and then talk about how like let's say because you were holding all these things you like got injured and then you had to go to the hospital but you're not insured and then you got the bill and the bill was like five thousand dollars and you're like it's still worth it not to pay 10 cents you know or, or like the you, principle of it yeah pump up the absurdity. yeah like make yeah. it more absurd because i like the the premises and the ideas are, are good it's just it, it did feel more like a oh i don't like I don't like that and maybe just like push it a little further I mean yeah. you could even go to an act out like you talked about put the thing in your ass maybe you've got I've got a can in my pocket and I got a coconut milk over here and I've made a pyramid out of cans if you could just please put the receipt in my crack like yeah. but you sir you forgot your banana alright add it in there you know like right. just got make it. it absurd just like more descriptive in yeah, some yeah, ways yeah, yeah, yeah. And I won't use a bag for anything like uh, not even picking up dog shit like I just <laughs> won't use bags like they're too valuable now <laughs> <laughs> See, that's funny. I mean, you're so against using a bag, you wouldn't even use it for dog shit. That's, that is, com- you're committed to the environment in that, in that, in there. A girl wants to use a condom, you're like, I, it, it's like a bag. <laughs> it's like, you don't. Yeah, it's the same reason I don't use condoms. Condoms cost way more than 10 cents. That's why you just shouldn't use those at all. Yeah, that was great. All right. Hey, everybody, Casey Fields, Thanks. yay! <laughs> Um, I hope everybody today, while you were looking at the internet, watched or maybe didn't watch Kellyanne Conway and her stand-up that I posted for everyone. Kellyanne Conway did some stand-up in 1998, and it was so bad. Like, I I couldn't stop not watching it or watching it. I was like, I had to turn it on and off multiple times because I was just like, we couldn't help her here. Like, we could actually try to take... Maybe that's what we'll do for a special joke workshop at some point. We'll watch and listen to the Kellyanne Conway 11-minute video, and we'll break it apart and try to, like, talk about... It's 11 minutes. She loses her jokes, so she runs out of jokes, so she starts singing. It is so hack. It is so bad. It is like... It's hard to watch because you're so embarrassed for her. It's like watching a new comedian that's really bad, but they don't know it yet, and they think they're doing really well. She, like, thinks she's doing really well. Okay. Your next comedian does really well all the time. And she's had really great comments tonight. She's punny as fuck. Put your hands together for Allison Hooker! Yeah, I saw that Kellyanne Conway thing that you posted and I meant to watch it. Oh my God. But I mean, anytime you watch her, she thinks she's doing a good job. Like, that's what's incredible. Oh my God, you guys, I'm having a terrible fucking day. Thank you for being here and making me feel better. I think I'm PMSing. So I, uh, I met my younger boyfriend's conservative Muslim family, and they are really disappointed. I'm not like a nice Arab girl ready to get pregnant. 
Um, I met them at like a family birthday party in his dad's restaurant. He owns a Mexican restaurant, <laughs> but he's Syrian. <laughs> so he didn't really get it. It's like the first time I had a burrito and I was like, oh, a little too much saffron, you know? Um, but this Mexican restaurant is also a tequila bar. So when we showed up there and I was like, oh shit, I'm the only non-Arab at this party. And it was a little bit like people weren't being the friendliest. Uh, I turned to my young boyfriend and I was like, yo, can we have a beer? Cause we're like in the middle of a bar. And uh, I didn't know that it was against the rules. That hadn't even crossed my mind. Um, and I guess he was feeling like liberated <laughs> by his older girlfriend. So he poured us a couple beers, uh, puts them down in front of me and I'm sitting across from his dad's new wife. Um, she's older than me. My young boyfriend's stepmom is, oh, younger than me. Sorry, thank you. Yeah, she's younger than me. Not very much, just a couple months, but um, yeah. Yeah, so as he sets down the beer, she looks at me and she goes, oh, please don't drink, it's disrespectful. The kids are here. Well, my boyfriend's one of the kids. (laughs) So he got fucking pissed and like stormed off and I was left there just across from her with two full pints and I didn't really know what to say. And just like this natural reaction inside of me just to ease the tension was just to take a sip of beer. And like partway through that, I was like, that was the wrong move. Like (laughs) she just told you this was disrespectful. So I didn't like quite finish the sip. It kind of like dribbled down my front. And then his dad walks over to see me across from his wife, who's younger than me, uh, who doesn't drink. And me with two pints in front of me and just beer down my shirt. Oh my God, you guys, I was doing anything to get high. It's like holding my breath. I was like scratching the wall, trying to snort something, anything. I was like, get me out of this situation. Um, I got worse though, because the family ended up watching my stand-up comedy online. They found it on YouTube. Um, they picked a scene called uh, my new young muscly Arab boyfriend. And I talk about when I met him, just super blackout drunk at a bar, went home with him in like 10 minutes. Um, and I say, you know, like I, I was like blacked out, so I don't really remember anything until the taxi ride to his house, which I guess you could say is romantic, because <laughs> I came out of a blackout for you. <laughs> so technically, I met him in a taxi. Guys, you know, he's Arab, like he might have just been my driver. <laughs> that was the part the family didn't love, mainly because there were like four of them there that drove taxis. <laughs> yeah. Um, but what I was most concerned about, I was like, this family already clearly just does not fucking like me. Um, but I was most concerned they were gonna like butcher my joke later. And I was like, maybe we should watch it again. Like, I want them to get it right. <laughs> I want them to tell it wrong. Um, so anyways, I, I'm in this new relationship, but uh, we did get in our first argument. I'm collaborating on a comedy show with a guy who flirts with me. Okay, big deal. And uh, he doesn't want me to work with him. And I was like, Oh, come on. And he's like, yeah, but if, you know, a girl was flirting with me, you wouldn't want me working with her. I was like, right. If a girl flirts with you, you don't fucking talk to her like ever again. That's different. You know, like he just grew out of his baby fat. Like he doesn't know how to deal with that kind of thing. Right. And (laughs) oh, and not to mention he's like gorgeous, like way out of my league. Um, but no, seriously, like women, we, I'm not talking about myself here. I'm talking about women, like in general, like we have to flirt in order to survive. Like if we stop talking to every man who flirted with us, what the fuck would we do? Like, I couldn't cash a check. <laughs> like, with, I, I mean, not talk to my uncle at Thanksgiving. That's awkward. You just, <laughs> I mean, shit was my, oh, like how would I have a job? Like, 
<laughs> and then I was like, I know what you're trying to do here. Like, what am I supposed to do? Like, walk around with a sheet on my head? And then I was like, wait a minute. I know what he's trying to fucking do. He's trying to get me out of the workforce and into a burqa so that he can take me home to his family. He corrected me. He was like, it's called a hijab. <laughs> Anyways, you guys, that might be what I'm in next time you see me. <laughs> oh, Alison Hooker and her young Arab boyfriend. Give it up for him too. Yay. I love how you said young. Oh, My like, young, I'm the baby fat reference. That was cute too. It's almost like he's a child. I enjoyed your set very much. Florentina has something to say. I like the set. It's it's coming along like it, a lot more since last week. You added a lot more stuff to it. Um, I don't think you have to necessarily mention that she's only a few months younger than you. I think just like let people assume she, she's really young. Because I'm just worried because I don't want to make him out to be like someone who would marry a 14 year old and I know that like there are Muslim countries but if you're trying to not offend people then I'm just saying (laughs) like you know you're already going for it they're offended that you call them taxi drivers so I I don't think that by just saying like but not my much like it then then we're not like laughing at it then you're kind of telling us like don't laugh it's they don't like it that's how I kind of felt because you're like but not my not by much and I'm like whose side are we on like we don't like this bitch right you know like (laughs) okay good and then um did you say like that your boyfriend's way out of your league I mean yeah fuck don't fucking say that (laughs) fuck that shit I don't give a fuck if it's George Clooney like don't ever say that like we don't believe it, first of all. You know what I mean? Like, just don't talk down to yourself. Like, I mean, not like, I know it's like a joke, but I don't even believe it. Like, I kind of stopped listening to what you were saying. I was like, nah, okay. you know? Because this guy sounds like he's lucky. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it doesn't add. Got it. Yeah. Actually, I wanted to follow up to the two points she made. I think you should stretch out the age joke. Okay. I think you should say something like, she's young... She's young, you know, stretch it out. Two months younger than me is a punchline that's better if you do two or three escalations before you get there. Okay. Um, <laughs> the second thing, well, I, I completely disagree. We'll, we'll go on, other people want to talk. Oh, your, your bit was really good tonight, and I laughed both nights. I remember what I wanted to say. Uh, it's funnier. If you're talking about other people, especially random strangers, telling you he's way out of your league. Yeah. You're constantly having people, like the mailman stopped and said, he's way out of your league. Or this crazy homeless woman stops and says, he's way out of your league. Or the checkout. Yeah. That that I agree with. I think it's funny if you're constantly being told that. Okay. Uh, there's cool. a joke in there, okay. definitely. So that I agree with, but you just saying that, it okay. just seems like you're meh. One thing, you know how his stepmom is younger and then he's younger? Maybe you you can make up a conversation that you're like, well, how, how do you feel? Like, I'm just trying to get in the head of my boyfriend. Yeah. You know, like you're trying to connect with her, but you're also kind of insulting her. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. How does it feel to like be not... Age. Yeah. Not How does it feel it. to like always have to be taught something? Like I'm just wondering if I'm offending him, you know, like stuff like that. Okay, okay. 
Uh, yeah, I thought you were going to tag at the end of your uh, about the video. Like, I wanted them to get it right because this is my art, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, and I think you could also like uh, I don't know where you want to position that beer moment with it spilled down and. But that would actually be a funny thing, I think, for the uh, the wife to say to you too. It's like he's out of your league, you know. Okay. You know, and be like at your most vulnerable moment, motherfucker. You know, like, That's a good I moment. agree. That if it's bitch. a callback, if it's a callback and it happens multiple times, then it's funny because you're also like exceedingly pretty and yeah. super awesome. So, Aww. no one. That's why Florentina's comment makes total sense because people are gonna be like, "What? Come on!" But if it's like a repetitive callback, maybe, or maybe if they're like mad about your kinky hair because they're like, "We're trying to keep the black out of the Arabs or whatever," and you're like, yeah. "I'm not even black," like. <laughs> do we have to racially stereotype against me because I'm totally cool with hanging out with Muslims right now <laughs> like, like I seem to be anyways maybe that's too whatever I don't know clearly <laughs> like that my suck is all the time <laughs> is it uncircumcised uh, no circumcised circumcised interesting alright everybody clap wildly for Alison Hooker yay at the joke workshop we have to know all of your background in order to give you good comments on your jokes it's not gossip uh your next comedian we know there's no gossip with him he will tell you about his dick constantly everybody enjoy the jokes very much this very second of jackson mcbrayer uh all right i can still read it from there uh so I I get stared at a lot. It's a thing. Uh, it happens, uh, especially if I have a beautiful girl with me. Um, it's kind of like, how the fuck did that happen? Which is interesting because I'm really good looking. Uh, I'm also in a wheelchair, so that's fun because I get to like represent my people. Like, if you're the first dick to fuck someone, you have to like put your best foot forward, and my best foot is my dick so it's i uh i actually am going to a poly mixer tomorrow which is fun uh i had a woman meet uh talk to me after a show and she was making out with this dude at the bar and then we got to talking and i was like oh yeah i'm going to this poly event and she's like oh how do like how do i get involved with that i was like i'll take you are you guys poly she's like oh we're not together I was like, okay. It was like the weirdest way for a girl to ask me out. But I was like, all right, fuck it. Like, that's my life. Also, uh, about catcalling. I was out at a, at Pride Parade this past year. And this beautiful woman goes, oh, you hella cute. I was like, wait, did I just get catcalled at Pride? Fuck yeah, feminism, let's go. <laughs> but then, like, yesterday, I was rolling to Bart. And I saw this beautiful woman and I just went, damn. I was like, wait, does that count? Like, she didn't hear me, but does that still count as catcalling? Just, you know, wondering, trying to be a better person. I, I do love uh, iPhone bowling. It's where you get a wheelchair and you aim directly at every techie motherfucker on their phone. And if they jump out of your way, that's one point. But if they jump out of your way and swear, that's five points. So everyone can play, just get a wheelchair and aim at every techie motherfucker on their phone and make them curse at you. It's great. Uh, yes. I, uh, cocksucker should not be an insult. Uh, cocksuckers are my favorite kind of people. Uh, like, I, I love, like, you're great. Like, thanks. Um, but also, like, I'm jealous of all my cocksucking friends because, like, 
You can suck dick in way more places than you can eat pussy. Like, you could suck dick in a movie theater, you could suck dick in a car, a moving car. It's, it's very versatile. Eating pussy is not a covert thing. I have never been able to covertly do it, and that pisses me off. Like, I like having sex in public. I don't always want to get caught. Like, also, here's another thing. I want to talk to the ADA because uh, airplane bathrooms are not wheelchair accessible if you're trying to have sex in them. Maybe that's just me, but so I'm I'm flying home from Italy, and my girlfriend and I are in the bathroom, and there's not enough room, so she ends up just sucking my dick, and then there's a huge line afterwards, and I just look at everyone and go, she was helping me, because you know, the wheelchair is a get out of jail free card. It really is. Um, I uh, <laughs> uh, let's see, uh, what did I want to end on? Oh, um. I think I have to shave my beard because I really don't like washing my face as much and eating pussy like beard it's like just like I think it's like a mixture thing. I don't know. Does anyone know how to get like pussy juice out of your beard easily? Cuz I really don't like spending that much time washing my face. That's all. I just like I don't know. It's more of a question. So, thanks for helping. I'm Jackson. Yay, Jackson McBrayer! Coming up with his own line of beard oils called Pussy Magnet. That's what you do on your face. It's conditioner. Yeah, it's going to attract more women. Actually, if you smell like vagina, I bet more vaginas are attracted to you because they know that you're good with vaginas. I don't know if they recognize it when they're on the bus and they smell it, but there might be something where they're like... There's something about that guy that I just, I'm attracted to him. And it's the pussy beard oil. Research is needed. Science. Florentina has something to say. Nice stuff. Good job. Uh, I was thinking about, you were saying that your girlfriend blew you in Italy, right? But on the plane, on the well, plane. what did he say? Like it wasn't a public restroom there because you have to pay to use the restroom. So you're like, technically, pay for some sex. The cheapest sex I've ever had. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And also, uh, instead of saying like, how do you get pussy juice off of my beard? Since you're doing this whole like toilet thing, <laughs> like bathroom thing, be like, you guys know those like seat covers it's not for seats it's actually for people with beards who want to lick a pussy real quick <laughs> that's funny yeah. <laughs> uh yeah i thought you're gonna add the tag like you know i don't want to always get caught it's about the hint of getting caught that's the turn on not the getting caught and uh yeah have you tried soap and water for your beard that's a it's an ingenious invention also i'm for the leave it in there that's Oh my God, wait, I have a question. Do you ever have a problem with, uh, like when you go to the bathroom, do you use the disabled stall? I'm assuming because you have the, be like, I just wish more people would know we have a lot of sex in there. Maybe it would deter people from actually using it. So then it's always free. Yeah, that's good. So start a new public service announcement. Like, yeah, there's jizz on that in in there. (laughs) I don't know. There's, yeah, yeah, and then and then it's kind of a way for people to 
to d- get deterred from using the disabled bathroom, then you have it more accessible. Also, you made a mention at the beginning that people are looking at you all the time, and it might not be because it's, you're in a wheelchair. It might be because you have mermaid hair. Like, you, yeah, you're... You just gloss right over. You're like, everyone's looking at me all the time. And I'm like, maybe it's the aqua hair. <laughs> like, I don't know. I mean, for the last weeks, yeah. But like my sure. entire life, this has been Right. Thing, so. Well, you can even make, I mean, just remember that you have aqua hair. <laughs> I mean, you're Aquaman. Um, or you could, I mean, because you're trying to make a joke. You're not just trying yeah. to be realistic. So you could say, like, everyone looks at me all the time. And it's not because I'm in a wheelchair. It's because I'm gorgeous. And... Right. I don't know. <laughs> Meaning, I don't know if that's funny either. No, <laughs> Sorry. Actually, and it would be fun. I, are you? You're over 24 now, that aren't you? Yeah. Shit. Damn it. Because otherwise, you could try out for America's ne- Next Top Model. They've never had anybody wheel down the runway. Wouldn't that be great if, like, Tyra had her first like wheelchair model, and they're like, he's hot. He's so hot right now. And they like put your wheelchair like on a bigger wheelchair or something. Like I'm just I'm sorry. You watch America's Next Top Novel. That's why you're laughing. I love it. Does anyone else have any other real comments for Jackson McBrayer? Uh, I found that Dr. Bronner's works best for the beard. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, the the mint flavor or the lavender, both both lovely. Right, yeah, you. tingle mint. Everybody, Jackson McBrayer, yay! <laughs> Yeah, don't sit on your sunglasses. Sorry about that. Your next comedian uh, is a lovely human being for so many reasons. Not just because she gave me the silk blouse that I'm wearing right now that I fucking love. I made Jonathan feel it. I'm like, it's silk. This is the only thing I own is silk. Like, I have one cashmere piece, but the moths ate through it, so it's like totally pointless. But this one, I'm going to put it in a special place where the moths can't find it, everyone. Uh, she's hilarious. You guys are going to love her, everyone. Florentina Tanase! You look wonderful. Hey, guys. Um, so, you guys know that National Women's Day is the same day as National Dog Day. Obvies. Because um, America loves all the bitches. But particularly, I think they love dogs more still. <laughs> um, because... Dogs have easy access to birth control. <laughs> and their paws can't even open up the pack, you know? Like, their owner has to feed it to them. And I just wish my owner would feed me my birth control, you know what I mean? But also, like, people love dogs more than women because have you ever seen anyone fawn over dog videos online? Like, oh my God, look at this rescue. It lost two legs and now it's walking upright. I'm walking upright, okay? I've been doing it for years. I have videos of that. I was crawling on the floor and then I popped up. No respect for women. Anyway, hug a woman today, okay? Um, Ask her first. Oh. We don't give, go- you know, dogs can't give us consent, so I guess there is that. <laughs> Got us. Uh, when I was 14 years old, I went to my pediatrician. Um, I, I, something was leaking down there. I don't know what it was, right? And she, she was like poking and prodding, and she's like, yeah, you have a yeast infection. And I was like, cool. Um, and she goes, but if it's any consolation, uh, 
when you're older, having yeast infections is actually good for sex because it, it keeps you wet. <laughs> yeah. And I swear to God, I was like, are you, are you kidding me? Like, like she was about to pass me a Chardonnay and we were going to have some girl chat. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, first, okay, I have a few questions, <laughs> like follow-ups. Uh, so am I going to have this yeast infection for until I'm an adult like does is sex gonna cure it like I was so confused <laughs> and I'm like doctors do not like that's like saying like oh you have breast cancer but if it's any consolation um you know you can get a boob job and your boyfriend has always wanted you to have bigger boobs because basically what she was saying is like if it's any consolation women's diseases are really good for men <laughs> that's why God invented women diseases. <laughs> what she was saying, hold on, I have some more. I forgot. Uh, I just wrote this. And it's like, hey, sorry you have depression, but you know guys don't like a confident woman anyway. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry you have tonsillitis. It's in the way, it's getting in the way, if, if I'm being honest. They have huge dicks, all of them. Um, dick sizes, fuck you guys. Uh, I still hate it when guys use their dicks as rulers. Like, I, I, don't, I don't get it. Like, baby, I love you this much, I love you so much. And I just wanna be like, you mean you love me this much? And like, no, no, I love you this much, baby. Oh my God, and it goes bigger and bigger and bigger. So then like I freeze up and I'm like, oh, let me pull out my vagina ruler. Like, baby, I love you this much. It's so tight, I feel like I don't know you at all. All right, I'm married and my husband is Slovakian. And when I was first like trying to learn Slovakian, he was like, well, what, what do you want to learn? What do you want to learn to say? And I was like, well, teach me how to say I'm married. And he was like, why would that be the first thing you want to learn? And he's like, <laughs> he's like, why? Why not like, hello? And I was like, I just want to make sure that's what you're telling these girls in Slovakia. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks, I'm Florentina. Yay! Florentina Janazze, everyone. <laughs> first, I have a gift for you. Yeah. And uh, second, it's a t-shirt from the festival. Yay, because I had a small one left and you're tiny. Yay. Uh, and you said your dick as a ruler, and I feel like you have the opportunity to talk about kings or, or popes or anything that rules people. Not like a ruler, like a ruler that does size or matching, but you say oh. it's a ruler, and there could be a double entendre there about like, I don't know, just ruling over anything or <laughs> like you know being the any kind of position of power you'd be uh, over yeah something. i hereby declare this couch is mine <laughs> okay i got it okay that's funny yeah. <laughs> okay i really liked your last joke and um it's solid i think it might work also to uh have the middle bit where you're uh you make it about you like being able to tell like i'm married uh, leave me alone, but like I actually like the flip, so I don't know if adding that would help or hinder it, but you could try it out. All right, cool. Um, before, I, I really like that joke about the doctor telling you how it's going to be good for men, and I think you should save that 
before your three examples? I think you meant to. I did okay. mean to, yeah. Um, I would say of the three examples, the breast cancer one is my least favorite, and I really like the other two. Why was it your least favorite? Because breast cancer is so serious, where tonsillitis... I'm going to say it then. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, yeah, yeah. I'm just telling you why. I'm just telling you why. I get it. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I was like, oh, and it's so serious. And then the other two are just like nice, better examples. Like, yeah, get your tonsils out. You're going to be better at sucking dick. That's funny. Okay, maybe where, I like, could start with like a lighter one and Chop then. them off. I just like your other two. Okay. That's my suggestion. Sounds good. I, I, ag- I agree with that assessment. The breast cancer one didn't seem to hit right, and the other two were definitely funnier. Okay. And they, and they, but they all, they all hit the same point. Cool. Know, so, yeah. <laughs> we're trying to think about other things like chlamydia, you know, sounds like a flower, but your vagina's bleeding, but there's still more wetness there because of the blood. But most guys don't want to have a period with the blood sex anyways, so... I mean, Best I'm just stuff. trying to brainstorm oh, right. for you about oh, like, like when other like moist. other female diseases that can make sex better. And the only thing I could think about is like, you know, like bleeding pussy is more lubrication. Yeah, I know oh, that is a good not, idea. I mean, I, maybe I could. Oh, okay, they're laughing at. And also, oh, okay. also eating us out cures cancer. So whatever, like. Sure, I believe. Everything it. about us is for you guys. You're welcome. Uh, they just, they, hey, stuff, 14, 14. They just came out with a study that's they're somehow linking uh, staring at breasts to men living longer. Oh, that, Yeah, funny. so you might want to look up on that scientific breakthrough. Maybe because they're not staring at their dicks so often, like just masturbating, they're actually looking up. Maybe it's better for their neck and they, okay. But no. they've been staring at boobs since they were born. That's why they love it so much. I mean, unless their mothers were heathens and didn't breastfeed them. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, I don't know. The 70s were a weird time. (laughs) Does anybody else have comments for Florentina? Yeah. Uh, So I was, I was, uh, everybody's just saying the breast one wasn't as strong. I was saying it's like, you got diagnosed with breast cancer, but good news, if those tumors get big enough, you get bumped up a cup size. He loves that. (laughs) So (laughs) So there you go. Okay. So yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. It's for titty fucking. You can just fuck those tumors. That's what you say that. You can throw that on that <laughs> I got one. It's classy. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Everybody, Florentina Tanase. Clap wildly. Yay. Don't forget your book. Don't forget your book with your notes. We have so many notes from so many people that just live here in the back. If you've lost your notes here in the past, they're probably still here. They're over there in the pants. Yeah, actually... There's a pair of pants, but I know who they belong to. They belong to Tanya Nascimento out of Texas. Austin. Yeah, I've got her pants. Are you going to go visit her anytime soon? I'm supposed to send them in the mail, but I just don't have that many stamps. Your next comedian is a funny guy with a big beard. Everybody clap wildly for John Gallagher! Uh, I live, uh, I'm glad to be here. I'm glad this mic exists because I live in the mission. And I live, yeah, that's cool. I live next to Valencia Street, and it's nice because if leaving close to Valencia Street means every day I can leave my house and see a grown man lose an argument to a tiny sweater-wearing child named Logan. That's uh, very exciting. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Uh, stand-up's hard. I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna quit stand-up comedy and just enter vaping competitions. Uh, I'm just gonna get really really good at vaping. I'm I'm gonna get so good at vaping they're gonna call me the Amadeus of vapes. And so that'll be on my tombstone, the Amadeus of vapes. 
that's the thing. I think because uh, eventually we're going to learn that vaping is like really bad for you. And then somebody's going to have to get diagnosed with cancer from their doctor. And he'll be the first person to ever be laughed out of an office by their doctor that just diagnosed them with cancer. <laughs> like, um, um, I don't know why. Actually, I think a lot of people have problems with the millennial generation. And I have the problem diagnosed right here. It's there's too many busters and not enough Daves. Uh, I think that's a, a real issue. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty. It's a real thinker, right? It's a real thinker. <laughs> Really exciting stuff. Uh, <laughs> I really was pushing myself today. I uh, <laughs> I don't know why all magicians have to dress like they're lying to me. Um, I don't know, <laughs> like why they all wear like all black and all leather. Like every magician just dresses like they invented the popcorn trick in the movie theater. Uh, <laughs> like they're the only ones that got to work. It's like, look, it's a, a rabbit. No, it's my dick in a popcorn thing. Um, uh, it's going fast. I like that. I had, oh, I, uh, this is a moleskin notebook. This is what I write my jokes in. That's cool. Uh, it's actually, well, it's cool and disgusting because moleskin just sounds like an uncircumcised dick. That's, um, that's the only thing I think moleskin sounds like. That's good. These are all, that's the end of the one-liners, though, so that's fun. Um, yeah, yeah. I was watching, anybody, uh, there's a new show on Netflix called The 13 Reasons Why. Has anybody been watching yeah, that show? I've watched some of it. What'd you think? You like it? I, yeah, it's really. I don't. I don't mind it. It's like a young adult drama, very concerned about a young boy's journey to uh, figure out why his friend killed herself. And I'm sitting there in rapture. It's a show. It's very good. It's very clearly targeted at like 17, 18 year old kids. And as it engrosses me further and further, I just go, "I'm 30. Fuck. Like this isn't good. I'm a 30 year old man with a beard and like loans." Uh, <laughs> like, look at this. And like, but the thing that's so funny is it hinges on like this guy. He's going around looking for like why his friend killed herself, and he's like, "What did I do?" It's like maybe that's why she killed herself. It's because you're a shit friend. <laughs> you're like, "What did? How did I kill this woman? Why didn't we fuck? I could have saved her with my amazing penis." Like that's that's most of the subtext in the article. Um, on the show, I mean, I uh, I was remembering this. I st- I've been doing the stand-up for a little bit. I remember I used to work a job, and I brought up I did stand-up one time, and my coworker's very first reaction was to say, like, oh, I like Jeff Dunham. I was like, well, I'm done talking to you, because uh, there's one thing I know. As a, as a lapsed Catholic, uh, is there's a man uh, manipulating tiny men or tiny people on their lap. That's uh, not comedy. That's Catholicism, and that's bad. Um, but also, she was, like, a bad person, and she told me all these sad stories about how her family was fucked up, and the culmination of it was, she told me a story about how her uh, cousin in the South um, one day was lighting their trash on fire and a wind of a gust of wind picked up and as they were dousing kerosene on a fire, they lit themselves on fire and died. <laughs> like, you should believe in God at that point because God fucking hates you, dude. I think that's the only thing. You died in a trash fire. Like, that's fucking awesome. That's, you're... <laughs> You're part of the trash now. Good for you. You fucking, that's the coolest divine retribution in the world. Uh, that's it for me. Thanks, guys. Yay! John Gallagher, we hope he doesn't die in a trash fire. Yay! Funny joke.
I, had, I didn't watch a show, but you, you mentioned that it's geared towards 17, 18 year olds. Yeah, it's not like, for you. It's, it's very, I think it's like a, like a youth, young adult novel. It's like, it reminds okay. me of like Animorphs. <laughs> it's like fucking, <laughs> if Animorphs wasn't, <laughs> that's great. It, if Animorphs wasn't cool, you know? So it's really, <laughs> so the, it's really girly. It's like, I don't even, Jonathan was like, you're already like halfway through it. He's like, should I watch? I'm like, no, you shouldn't watch yeah, it. Yeah, don't it's watch for, it. It's, it's for, so it's for 12 year old girls. It's, it's me oh. being like, and it's so dumb too because she's like they all make it about themselves now, but this is why you killed me you oh, fucking it. stupid bitch whoa you yeah, and no, tell so people while you're alive you put me on a list about my butt being I, hot I I'm gonna dead end, now I wait she's still really alive I hope at the end I keep thinking that at the end she's gonna pop out dude. from the from the trunk of that gay guy's oh, car dude, and she, be like surprise I just did it to fuck you all into being so guilty that you killed me but I'm really alive God, that's that probably be, not how see we should write this show that would be so much better I know right I wanna pop out of the thing at the end she's like I'm such I fuck knew it so my my but my comment is uh, (laughs) cool show uh (laughs) fucking great tune in so you're they're asking the question like why did i die and you could be like i'm 30 years old why am i watching this show why do i still have loans like and then you you like you were kind of you kind of went into it a little bit like you said i'm 30 years old why do like i have loans and Mm -hmm. i have all this shit why aren't you like maybe point out different things like why do I still have loans why am I more interested in this lady and how she died and why am I not interested in paying my bills or you just invested oh. 13 hours yeah oh, no, I'm, I'm not even through it yet oh, I'm still story. I'm, I'm only four episodes in this is very exciting <laughs> hey I didn't say those loans weren't paid well, maybe I could do that. Yeah, yeah. If the show convinced you to I've, kill yourself, I have, pl- I have plenty of other reasons to kill myself. I'm leaving. <laughs> I've le- yeah, I've left. I've left 13 cassettes at every open mic. Oh, I make everybody buy a cassette deck. I bring back cassette decks with my suicide. That'd be fucking cool. Uh, you bring know? back a dead medium by killing yourself. That's fucking cool, dude. What, I'm what, like, what, would it be? So. Would it would it be sadder if you killed yourself and no one went through the trouble of getting a cassette? Yeah, I think that's yeah, I think that's true. <laughs> just like, I yeah. guess we'll never know. <laughs> it's a it's a dead. T- I kill I kill myself using Betamax tapes. <laughs> yeah, just, it's not worth Make the it. Trouble. Yeah, it's like no, it's not. Just fucking. Uh, I, I was just gonna say for the uh, the vaping joke, I really like that the the idea of the first guy who get cancer through vaping. Sure. But you could uh, you could use more of the the vaping lingo. If you, do you know they call themselves cloud chasers? Yeah, and they, in the videos, and they say it, I'm I'm chasing the cloud. Actually, yeah. If you guys uh, if you guys really want to get into it, uh, VapeCon uh, 2016 is probably my favorite video on the yeah, YouTube so right you now. You can watch any it's, of those. It's fucking the greatest thing in the world. Fucking vaping is the dumbest shit. So I, I just yeah, you could do something like a you know I don't know a guy talking to his doctor. He's like, you got too close to that cloud, man, and you got burned, or you know, so I don't know. Take that hot hit. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but just. I, I think you just use more of their buzzwords to be oh, there's, dumb yeah, there's and funny. So many. Yeah, yeah, no, but go that's, green, brother. But yeah, it's a good joke. <laughs> I really liked your uh, die in a dumpster fire or trash fire. Oh, but nice. I, I just corrected it in my head as dumpster fire. Oh, that's totally. The, yeah. But I don't know. That was I fucking funny, man. Oh, thanks. Oh yeah, the dumpster thing. Um, maybe you could talk about like how if people really care about the environment and they they try to reduce their carbon footprint like why don't you just light yourself on fire oh yeah totally like burn yourself like the trash and then save the environment and save me from talking they're to you called white totally. trash for a reason yeah. oh serious yeah exactly yeah that's all that's <laughs> pretty good too that's perfect yeah. alright everybody clap your hands wildly for John Gallagher Uh, he's new to us at the Joke Workshop. 
Clap your hands wildly. It's gonna be something different. It's Trump rabies. I had all the answers. And then life raped me of all the questions. Or how I stopped worrying and learned to love. Ah, oh, Fuhrer, Donald Trump. Donald Trump, hire me as your sex apprentice. Don't betray our love for politics turned showbiz. Who cares how high the rent Putin pays on your booty is? I want to give birth to Trump babies. want to itch with Trump brand scabies. I'm running crazy in the streets with Trump political rabies. Oh, Donald, take me away from rabble who ignore erotic undertones of your babble because you speak in a tortured ideological scrabble while the media mangle and grope and grapple. Listening to you is like hearing Adam eat the apple, spraying juice all over himself like mango snapple. Oh, don't build a wall between your heart and mine. You Republican queen, I promise. Me raping you is just a dream. It's true, I do want to immigrate into you, you sexy man. Don't worry, I'm 100% not Mexican. So don't whip that thing out again. Oh, my Donald Trump, I want to finger and stroke that dead yellow animal taxidermied and entombed on your head while we lie in the Waldorf Astoria presidential suite's bed. When Congress hears of our passionate thrills, I'm sure they'll have Goldman Sachs pay our room service bills. Your politics are heinous and your policies pain us. But I want your maniacal rhetoric. Shut up, my anus! It won't hurt for long. Less than a decade of Donald Trump fierce. At most eight years of realized Donald Trump fears. So, Donald, fuck us with your fits of fascism. Piss on us in your wit and wisdom. Choke us with your words until we're sick. Donald Trump, you suck. So why not, my dick? Trump rabies. Thank you. Yay, everybody. That was Trump rabies. Something new here at the Joke Workshop. So I guess I guess leads us to a discussion of the difference between stand-up comedy and performance art, kind of, and how that works. Because, I mean, there are two. You're clearly doing a performance for us, and, it, and that's great. But stand-up comedy is about like connection with the audience so 
but you can, I mean, but we can talk about this as a group. Like I used to do like some cheerleading things and I used to do some dance moves and even Jesus, you better work does some great things when he puts the iPod on and he like dances. And so, and it was only, it was exactly three minutes. It was three minutes and 10 seconds. So, I mean, our discussion kind of here, like, I don't know if we can help you per se, but it's like how what you did f- could fit into a bigger set, but you're clearly like a poet. I'm a performer. I you're a performer. You're a performance artist. I've done stand-up improv for about seven and a half, eight years. So I could have done a stand-up set, and I debated whether to do Trump rabies. Next week, I'll do a stand-up. Yeah, it's because it's hard for us to comment, because we can be like, hey, your rhyme scheme is solid, and you know, you connected, you definitely committed. He committed hard. We saw that. There was a, there was a huge act out, but like... I don't know. Talk about it, you guys. And and this is our like this is our political pundit over in the yeah. corner, Matthew Quirk, who's going to start us out. Yeah, well, that's it's true. It's hard to be like, oh, uh, you know, like the, you have such a rhyme scheme and everything going. Like it's hard to improve on any of the jokes or the points. But actually, you make great points. I think it's ready to be performed out there. There's a lot of people who are putting together like plays. Piano Fight just put together this thing. They're they're looking for plays and acts that are like anti-Trump related. And I think you should definitely submit for that. Really? Um, yeah. I, I think you're ready to perform it. You're ready for prime time with it. That's a monologue, yeah. Yeah. And you definitely did more preparation for the workshop than I did. I'll tell you that. I performed it about 260 times in the last... 15 months in San Francisco in the Bay Area live yeah in so, front of like solid audiences you should contact Piano it. Fight for sure they're trying to put together some shows cool what night do you think I just looked at it on Facebook I don't do plays so I looked swiped and kept going the piece is about triggering because the political nightmare we're living is us being constantly triggered with stimuli so okay, it's I, kind I, of int- I'm, I'm, please go ahead I, was just, I forgot I was going to say something. Somebody mentioned something about how that ties in with stand-up comedy. And what I just kept thinking was your facial expressions, your shifts of voice, just the amount of performance you put into it. The funnier stand-up comments, or comics, comments, yeah, there you go, tend to use a lot of that inflection. And I hear a lot of jokes fall flat simply because they're kind of using the same voice. They're not emoting the way you just did. And stand-up comics could definitely learn from your projection, like, I'm, I'm stoned. I'm, I hope I explained that well. <laughs> any other, any other comments? I mean, it's, it's, it's solid as a piece to put into something of, but I mean, as I don't think that we can help you from a stand-up comedy realm. Like, I don't think we can help you get punchlines out of that. It's yeah. pretty solid. Like, yeah, you got it. So everybody clap wildly for Trump rabies. All right, everyone's been hanging out. They're being really patient. It's super awesome. You guys stay focused. You're going to love your next comedian. Get ready to give her comments. It's Annie Bernstein. Yay! Woo! Thanks, you guys. Um, So I have a lot of zygote jokes, so they're all very new. Um... But what I'm realizing, I just turned 29, is that when you reach a certain age, when I reach 29, I can't really care about certain things that I used to be able to care about in terms of like, you know, 
when I was 23, I could care if like a guy had framed artwork on his wall. And now that I'm 29, like I can't care if a guy has a receding hairline or like the quantity of his back hair or if he treats me with respect. Um, let's see. I was actually having a hard time coming up with material recently. And so I started hooking up with my roommate subletter <laughs> and he's getting a divorce, um, which is like giving me community service hours because divorce guys are just like the saddest people ever. Um, and what I do like about divorce guys is that they have everything that I'm looking for because they have like a bruised ego, they're pretty insecure and they have a Vitamix. <laughs> Um, let's see. <laughs> yeah, they have a Vitamix. They have like 10 cheese boards. They have like the registry that I've been wanting. That's I have like a hidden Pinterest board of. Um, let's see. You know when you can look at dudes and tell that swiping right is their only form of exercise? That's like... My, that's like my genre of dude. They're all like softcore bros. That's like <laughs> what I love. Um, let's see. Oh, so I go on a lot of first dates and I don't like wasting time on second dates if I don't like the person. And so I came up with a template to like send every time that I'm like done with the guy. So it's like a Mad Libs of bad dates. So it's like, dear Greg, thanks so much for the time at the Botanical Gardens, like your 20 minute story about your testicular cancer scare, like wasn't compelling enough for me to want a second date. Thank you so much for your time. I guess I should just hold, hold my phone. Um, let's see. Okay, so it, similarly, like, guys don't really get the hint that I don't want to continue dating them. And so, like, I'll either start littering or just doing something that's, like, beyond, you know, social norms. Um, but one thing that I started doing is, like, have them taking, like, ask them to take well-lit photos of me for my Tinder profile pic. <laughs> Um, okay, no transition. I sometimes imagine myself as like a cute little old lady, like what am I gonna be racist about? And I know that I'm not gonna be racist about like robot, or I know that I'm not gonna be like intolerant of robot sex because I'm so madly in love with my vibrator. Um, let's see. I think that's, pr oh, I decided to shut down my vagina for Q1, and now Q1 is over, so like I feel like I need spring training or something just to get it started again. Um, I think that's pretty much it. Thank you guys so much. Yay, anniversary, yay! Yay! Uh, you didn't say a specific example but then you gave one which I loved so much that you followed up with that um, just I have three specific examples of those weird things uh, and then at the end with the spring training same thing like it's right now it's baseball season so you have a really good opportunity to talk about the Giants like you know they're 
things get slow in the winter. Like we don't know how they're going to work out. Like yeah. everyone's, you can like make it into a giant's joke yeah, without yeah. too much trouble. Right. <laughs> I really like the template joke. I thought that was really funny. And I think it, it might also work if you try actually reading it off like a Mad Lib yeah. template where, yeah, I mean you, you clearly, yeah, where you say dear insert name, I'm so bummed I won't be able to attend insert quirky second date activity. You know, like some, you know, and you could just do it like that. Yeah, yeah. But uh, other than that, I think it's a really cool concept. What's with the quirky, man? Yeah. What the fuck? Quirky what dates. The, that ain't cool. That's why we don't commit second quirky dates. That's what you do. You don't like mini golfing. Right. Yeah. 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 Even the possibility of like audience participation, depending on the form that you're doing it in, could be would be hilarious. Yeah, if you as long as you felt like comfortable controlling like the responses and everything, I doubt you would have an issue. It'd be hilarious. Oh yeah, yell out to the people. Choose your own adventure joke. Yeah, yeah, fun times and it, good opportunity for crowd work. Insert guy's name. What's your name? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That was going to be my suggestion. Oh, no. I feel like such a dick. That's good. No. Hey, everybody, clap wildly for Andy Bernstein. Yay. All right. Because we are running out of time, we are going to cut the comments. So now we're just going with straight four-minute sets. Hang out, though, and clap wildly for your next comedian, the very funny Ian Levy. Today, uh, today was an important day for me. It was really important. I finally uh, settled on my rap name. My rapper name, very, very big deal. I'm, I'm gonna go with uh, White Noise. That's my B. Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty proud of that. This, this, a new career. I'm leaving comedy behind. <laughs> oh boy. I, um, I was invited to a. Uh, uh, gender reveal party recently you guys know you know where you go and like like people you know a couple will like cut into a cake and then it'll be like red or pink or blue uh, and I I thought the whole concept was uh, I don't know I'm not really on board with it right I think the appropriate way to do it is the couple uh, should have the baby and then wait between 1 and 18 years uh, and then the child announces their gender when they're ready. Like that seems, it seems a little presumptuous. I don't know, I, that, that seems like the appropriate in our modern society, right? Like that's, how dare they? Just from two pictures? Like that's, <laughs> I don't know. That seems, that seems a little hasty. That was my, did you guys know, um, I recently found out you, uh, you can no longer get buried in San Francisco? Let us know we're out of space. There's out, so that means if you want to get buried in San Francisco, uh, you either have to go out to the graveyard out in Oakland, kind of by Piedmont, that big graveyard, or there's also a graveyard out in Daly City. Those are kind of your only options. Yeah, yeah. And But the, the land in those graveyards is starting to get like pretty valuable. It's getting contested over, uh, which means uh, even after death, uh, we still have to deal with gentrification. Like that is still... <laughs> We are still dealing with now there are going to be like couples who have lived together, you know, for 80 years in San Francisco, like poor old widows won't be able to be like buried next to their husband because some tech bro named Chad, you know, has hashtag YOLO on his gravestone, (laughs) has taken, you know, her burial plot. Like that's, 
Oh boy, what have we done, guys? Where did it all go wrong? I was at a um, I was at a dance club the other day, dance hall, dance club. I don't know. <laughs> it's clearly something I do right on a very regular basis. Um, and there was this there was this guy on one side of the dance floor, uh, and he motioned over to me. I was on the other side, and I just kind of gave him a quick like, like, oh no no. And he kept motioning over to me, right? I kept going like, oh no no no. And now, now I'm not gay, but you know, more power to you if you are or whatever. It's just not my particular cup of tea. But I wasn't sure how to communicate across this loud dance floor to him because I think he thought I was shy because he kept motioning over to me. And I can't just yell, like, I'm not gay! Like, <laughs> that's not a good look. But it's also hard to yell a more nuanced opinion of, like, I'm not gay, but I support your life decision! My decision sounds like a joke. Like, I know you're bored that. Like, I'm sure you're a good person. <laughs> That's hard to yell over Destiny's Child, so. I think that's my time, guys. Thanks a lot. Yay! Yay! Ian Levy, yay! I like that joke with the Destiny's Child ending. Your next comedian, another quirky guy. Put your hands together for Matthew Quirk! Yay! This seems like a perfect time to bring up. You guys are going to have to find a new word. That's insulting to my people to use... (laughs) quirky as being somehow weird or odd or strange or not normal. I'm normal. Everyone, clearly, I'm normal. All right. So uh, what was I going to talk about today? So that fucking General Flynn guy, you guys familiar with this guy? He he was going to be the national security advisor until he got caught lying about his Russian ties. And he talked all kinds of hard talk about lock her up. And he's been quoted as saying anyone who tries for immunity is obviously guilty. And this guy is fucking screaming and crying like a fucking, I don't want to say a bitch because women are tough, squealing like a pig, singing like a stoolie to get immunity for his Russian ties. I mean, this guy was a general and he's breaking under no pressure. Like he's ready to fucking turn on everyone and... Like, this guy was supposed to stand up to ISIS, our national security advisor, and he is ready to sing like a stool pigeon. It's fucking, this is our administration. This is what we're dealing with, people. Can't fucking take it. And they've brought where trannies go to the bathroom back into the fucking limelight, right? That's becoming an issue again. I mean, have these people just been holding it this whole time? I mean, what has been the suffering that they have gone through? just boggles the mind boggles the mind and uh i gotta tell you i've been working in plumbing for like a couple months now and my my statement about this is that it's a fucking bathroom for christ's sakes i mean you know what separates us from the animals you know it's not tools it's not language it's not the thumb the orangutan has four thumbs right we're fucking idiots with just two thumbs it's plumbing plumbing (laughs) separates us from the animals And if we're sending our own people back out to the streets to piss and shit, it's back to the Stone Ages, man. We'd be lucky to stop at Neanderthal at that point as we sink back. And, you know, it just makes me, as I walk around this city, we have all these beautiful, oh, the sky. Oh, look at the fucking vistas. Just do not look at the street, which is filled with human feces. 
for God's sakes. Human and dog. When we have an earthquake, we're going to have a huge cholera outbreak. Or, or parvo. Maybe parvo with all the dog shit out there. Yeah, parvo. Yeah, everyone's all fucking green about that, huh? Just let it sit there and rot naturally, bro. It's all fucking eco, eco, eco disaster. All right, what else did I want to talk about? Maybe squeeze in a quick Kellyanne comment, right? Kellyanne yeah. Conway. Yeah, Kellyanne. You know, you hear a name like Shalandra Quay or Jalandra Quay, black name, right? You hear a name like Kellyanne, to me, that's a meth name, right? <laughs> Methamphetamine girl. That's who that is. Yeah. Hair of a meth head, skin of a meth head. She talk like a meth head. Good teeth, though. She has good teeth. Good dental over there at Fox, I guess. So I want to see her video. I want to see the before after of crystal meth. Yeah. Yeah. She said like the Obama administration was spying on the Trumps using like a microwave oven. Like, dude, I told you she was on meth, right? (laughs) Haven't we all heard a guy say that exact same thing to a lamppost right out here on the mission? (laughs) Right? That's hella San Francisco. All right. Thank you, everybody. Yay, Matthew Quirk. Yay. Yay. Kellyanne Methamphetamine Girl. I love it. Your last comedian of the night, everyone. We're excited, and thank you guys for hanging around. Please put your hands together for Dina Weinstein. Thank you. I have not done an open mic in a while, so I was excited to be able to come by. I was just traveling for work. I was in Romania. Yeah, the reaction that even the Romanian people gave us. I was on the street and and I got, I was lost and uh, some guy asked me what I was doing there. I was like, even you don't know what I'm doing here. Like, why would anyone come here? Um, And I was like, I promise it's legal. Um, Yeah, it was kind of rough. I went for a run there, and they have a wild dog problem, so you have to run with a large stick. And I I actually, I didn't believe it, but then I saw one, and they're actually, like, they're very, they should have specified that they're big wild dogs. (laughs) It was pretty scary. Uh, I stopped running after that. Uh, Let's see what else is going on. I, uh, I had a really hot Lyft driver the other day, and it's kind of the predicament because... I think most of us by now have experienced where you take like the lift line or like the Uber pool and someone in the car is attractive, right? And there's an opportunity to ask them out where it's not creepy. I mean, it could be creepy, but there's, a mo- there's an opportunity where you're not harassing someone. But when it's your driver, and this was not a line, this was just pure lift. So he probably thought I had a lot of money, which was good. And, uh, and we chatted, we got stuck in traffic. It was like this whole thing. And I got to work and then he helped me get, I had my suitcase with me. He helped me get the bag out of the car. He's quite the gentleman. And I, I didn't know what to do because I felt like there was a connection. Like he drove me to work. He helped me with my bag. And then, and then we had chatted this whole time. I mean, it was like longer than most of my first dates. Like, it was like <laughs> so I decided I should follow up. So I, I debated like the whole day what to do. And I decided the only way to actually contact your driver is to report a lost item. <laughs> so I did. I reported that the lost item was his phone number. And I, 
I literally, I wrote him this message and it goes directly to, well, it says it goes directly to them. Honestly, I have no idea. I'm terrified to take Lyft ever again. I am now on the download Uber campaign. <laughs> um, but I, I'm still trying to figure out what you're supposed to do about that. Um, but dating in this city is very hard, so. Uh, but anyways, guys, that's actually all I've got. I was just excited to get back on a, on a mic, so thank you so much, and have a good night. Hey, thank you so much, Dina. Everybody, thank you for being here tonight on The Joke Workshop. Really great comments, really great stuff. Thank you all for sticking around. The show following us, if FTW Forever Two Wheels, uh, they all ride motor motorcycles because they're badasses. Uh, but thank you so much for being here tonight. Also, uh, everybody clap right now for Jeff and George, their first training, one and running the ones and twos. They have a new show upcoming on Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. Uh, that's going to be G-Money and Woostein is going to be the name of their show. It's going to be a lot of fun. Thanks so much for joining us here on The Joke Workshop. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye, bye, bye. Alex. Ed. Can you tell me what food relieves insomnia, anxiety, stress, chronic brain, depression, nausea, and can induce euphoria and stimulate appetite? I'm going to guess waffles. <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> Actually, Alex, the food I'm talking about are cannabis-based medicinal extracts. Cannabis-based medicinal extracts? That sounds like you're smoking drugs, Ed. No, baby. There are smokeless, safe, and less expensive alternatives to smoke it. But can I use it to sleep? Yes, baby! Good! Because I'm so excited by this that I may never sleep again! And it sounds like you, Alex, may want to check out the number 4altacalifornia.com That's 4altacalifornia.com for a non-addictive pharmaceutical free alternative to smoking medical marijuana. Check them out today at number 4altacalifornia.com This is Tusser Matters with Mutiny Radio. Big up to the number one station, the ruling nation. Give it to me every time. Ah! Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District where you can laugh off your tushy for me five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? 
it's, it's a cash cock, honey. Yeah. Do you need an awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than mutinyradio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's Performance Space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsidai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. to hurt me, but boy, how it burns me whenever she touched me. And oh, I feel so lucky. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRack. <laughs> Subliminal SF brings you visual and auditory mind control. For the best graphic design, physical merchandise, and live music promotion, go to www.subliminalsf.com and check out their hilarious t-shirts and super cool bands at clubs and bars all over the Bay Area. Subliminal SF creates amazing flyers, posters, and design for every need. So go now to www.subliminalsf.com and experience what this wonderful local business has to offer. The second annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is coming March 1st through 5th, 2017 to San Francisco, featuring 25 shows in five days and 50 comedians from across the entire U.S., from Washington and Portland to Los Angeles, New York to Indiana, Tennessee to Pennsylvania, these comics will join San Francisco. Alex! Ed! Can you tell me what food relieves insomnia, anxiety, stress, chronic brain, depression, nausea, and can induce euphoria and stimulate appetite? I'm going to guess waffles. <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> Actually, Alex, the food I'm talking about are cannabis-based medicinal extracts. Cannabis-based medicinal extracts? 
That sounds like you're smoking drugs, Ed. No, baby! There are smokeless, safe, and less expensive alternative to smoking. But can I use it to sleep? Yes, baby! Good! Because I'm so excited by this that I may never sleep again! And it sounds like you, Alex, may want to check out the number 4AltaCalifornia.com. That's 4AltaCalifornia.com for a non-addictive, pharmaceutical-free alternative to smoking medical marijuana. Check them out today at number 4AltaCalifornia.com. This is Tushar Matos with Mutiny Radio. Big up to the number one station, the ruling nation. Give it to me every time. Ah! Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District where you can laugh off your tushy for mere fun. $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. Yeah. 